This Week in Startups is brought to you by Squarespace. Turn your idea into a new website. Go to squarespace.com for a free trial. When you're ready to launch, use offer code TWIST to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. NetSuite by Oracle, the business management software that handles every aspect of your business in an easy-to-use cloud platform. Get NetSuite's free guide, 7 Key Strategies to Grow Your Profits, when you go to netsuite.com slash twist. And Tonal. Get a full-body workout with hundreds of moves and 200 pounds of resistance without ever leaving your house. Visit tonal.com to learn more and use promo code TWIST to get $100 off Tonal's smart accessories. That's T-O-N-A-L dot com and use promo code TWIST. Apply for the next Launch Accelerator cohort. Applications are due December 23rd. Learn more and apply at launchaccelerator.co. Hey, everybody. Welcome to This Week in Startups. I'm your host, Jason Calacanis. And this is a program where, for almost a 1,000 episodes, we've studied startup companies over the past decade. And one of the trends that's happened in the second half of that decade, 2015 to now, is something we call in Silicon Valley D2C. Direct to consumer. What does it mean? It means you sell something directly to the consumer, not through a middleman, not through a distributor or a retailer. What are examples of this? Well, you might have bought Tommy John underwear and you might have said, hey, wow, this Tommy John is amazing. It's delightful. I've never had underwear this great. Or maybe you did Dollar Shave Club or maybe you did Harry's, the other shave club, or maybe you did Casper, the mattress company. All of these companies did really well because... They studied the consumer, and I love D2C companies because they are very focused not on trying to please a distributor, a reseller. They're not trying to get Macy's or Saks Fifth Avenue or Sears or Target to carry their products. No, that's not their customer. Their customer is me and you. And what that does is it frees them up all of those resources that they would have been spending on a channel that goes to consumers, goes towards building a better product. And additionally, they get a feedback loop that previously they were shielded from. So when you were a D to C company, when you are a D2C company, you get people giving you direct feedback because they bought the product from you. You get the return information. What happens if I return my Calvin Klein's to Saks Fifth Avenue or to Macy's? They throw it in a bundle. They send a number to Calvin Klein and say, hey, we have this many returns. They say, great, throw them away, donate them. They don't know why. They don't know, oh, you know, it ripped in the seam or it was too tight here. They don't have those little micro adjustments they can make. And this is why even though we all thought Amazon was going to run the table on retailers, they have run into an unexpected roadblock, the D2C movement. It turns out that people extremely focused on just one thing, whether it's away travel, I don't know if you've tried those travel bags, these things are incredible. They are kicking butt because of that relentless product obsession. Now, there's also Peloton and Tonal if you listen to podcasts, you would know this because you'd say, wow, I'm always hearing these podcast ads, right? And you may have tried these products and they all offer a 100-day return guarantee because, hey, they have to because they don't get the glow of being in Macy's or Saks Fifth Avenue or on Amazon for that matter. They don't get the glow of that retailer validating them, anointing them as, oh, these underwear are great. Oh, these glasses are great. Oh, these shoes are great. Anyway. I find myself as a podcaster for the last decade running into these brands all the time because, well, they advertise on podcasts because it's a great way to reach you, the consumer. I've also started investing in these companies. Um, and I was delighted when, I don't know, six months ago, somebody said, hey, we got another mattress company. And I said, okay, that's great. We, I think we had a Casper come on the pod and they may have advertised and I used the Casper. We had it. It's a great bet and incredible value. But there wasn't any technology to it. And they said, there's a smart bed. I said, wait a second, what's a smart bed do? And they said, well, it tracks your sleep. And I said, oh, like my Fitbit? And they said, oh, even better. And I said, oh, that's interesting. Tell me more. And they said, it thermoregulates you. 
And I'm reading the ad cop and I was like, thermoregulate, that's something that I'm very interested in because my wife and I sleep in the same bed and she sometimes is too cold and I run too hot. Sound familiar? Well, if you're married, it's doubtful that you and your spouse want to sleep at the exact same temperatures. In fact, it's probably doubtful that any two people do. And I got this eight sleep mattress. And I was like, you know, I'm fine. They're a sponsor. I'll check it out. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, and I always buy one. And I, I try it and I take out my phone and I'm like, oh my Lord, I can set this to a 10 out of 10 in cold. And my wife can make it a 10 out of 10 hot. And my wife's very skeptical. She sleeps in the bed. And she's very particular about mattresses. The, the amount of money I've spent on mattresses is ridiculous. She buys like the mattress from the Four Seasons or the St. Regis or Ritz-Carlton. That's like the level of mattress I've been sleeping on. This eight sleep bed was better for me. And with the thermoregulation, I would sit there and on a hot summer day, we have like some Indian summer days here in San Francisco. I put that on 10. I don't have to put the air conditioner on because I'm in this nice ice cold sheets. You know those ice cold sheets? You slide yourself into those ice cold sheets, how amazing it is. And then on some cold days, we got the door open, we got the bulldog uh, going outside, whatever. And you wanted a little toasty. Oh, so you almost got too hot. I was like, whoa, this is seriously hot. And my wife used to have one of those heating blankets. So she'd have a heating blanket on our side. Oh my God, the whole thing was crazy. She fell in love with the eight sleep. And I said, I got to look into this. And I decided not only would uh, I become an advocate for this, I'd invest in the company. And my friend David Sachs from Kraft invested in the company. I invested in the company. My friend Matthew Delavidova, who plays for the Cleveland Clavaliers and who's an angel investor, we invest in companies. He's into it. All of my friends are talking about this. It's an incredible product. And I just thought to myself, this D to C movement is going to change everything because obsessive founders are going to make every product we use delightful. Well, that obsessive founder is Matteo. And I'm going to give this a shot, Matteo. Uh, and we'll do it together. Franceschetti. That's perfect. Franceschetti. Yep. Franceschetti. Yep. So you're Irish like me. No. No. I'm Italian. You're Italian. But, uh, yeah. Which means your ancestors came from Greece. So we are like brothers. Okay. Because the Italians came from Greece. We know this. It's a little bit of a sore spot. I don't yeah, know. There, are, there are some debates. Uh, some debates. <laughs> the Romans, the Greeks. Uh, the Romans and the Greeks. So yeah. Italians have their own opinion. But they have yeah, their own yeah. opinion. But uh, <laughs> yeah. listen, these are two great cultures. And um, I really thank you for letting me invest in the company. Thanks Thank for sponsoring you. the pod. You know, we're sold out. So we, we have our choice of advertisers. But I have to say, the product was amazing. Now, the one I have, I believe, is called the Pod Model, P-O-D. Yep. What version... Is that is that the first, second, or third one you ever made? Fourth one you have ever made? How long have you been doing this for? Yep. So the the company started in 2015. Okay. Um, but the pod has a revolutionary feature mm. that is the thermoregulation. So none of our products before the pod had thermoregulation. Mm. So it's really the pod uh, 1.0 for Got now. It. So you made a couple of versions before that. Yep. And those versions were nice mattresses that recorded your sleep. Exactly. So they had sleep tracking, but right. they were not able to um, really enhance your sleep through temperature. Got it. Got Pod it. is the first device in the market that doesn't just track your sleep. It, en it enhances Got your it. sleep. So I, you heard my little introduction about the power of D to C. Yep. Your first idea was to use, to make a bed that tracked how you were sleeping to just give feedback to people who were into the quantified self, correct? Yep. Did you know that you were going to add thermal regulation or did you discover that at some point because you got feedback from your users? Yeah, so let me tell you a funny story. So when we were doing customer discovery before launching on Indiegogo, our mm -hmm. first product, we started um, hearing from people, oh, what really matters to me is I sleep hot, uh, my partner sleeps cold, or I just sleep hot at night and, and I need something to cool me. Mm. And so we launched an Indiegogo with the, with the sleep tracking. Yeah. And then we opened a forum with all our customers. We sold 6,000, 7,000 units in pre-orders. And the number one feature they wanted us to build next was cooling. 
huh. and it was like 80% of the customers saying wow. you need to build cooling as soon as possible. Wow. So the same day we launched on Indiegogo, we discovered what to build next. Interesting. And so when you then uh, realize this is what people want, you have to do product discovery and some amount of technology yep. to figure out how to cool a bed. Now, I have to say, you've got the installation, and I don't know if it's just because I'm a VIP that I got some special VIP treatment, but the guys who installed it were really good. They came, they knew what they were doing, they rolled it out, and they put this little box on the side. They showed me how to do it. You put water in, you turn it, and I would say it's about the size of like a bread basket. Yep. Maybe like a small laptop. Yep. A little bit fatter. And um, then you sync it with the app. You take out the app and you name each person on the side of the bed. So we have Jason and Jade, my wife and I. Um, and then we start setting the temperature. And here it is. Um, I guess we have the video here. But it also records your sleep score. So it gives you an idea, which I had in my Fitbit. So this was great for me because it was confirming what I already knew. Um, and it gives you a bunch of information about the temperature you're sleeping at. I guess your respiration. Yep. Um, we... Yeah, we, we track everything about your sleep, but also about your heart rate and uh, your respiration got it. and also temperature. How do you make the bed cold? Is it is that little box on the side, I guess, heating the water and cooling the water? Yeah. So there is a thermal engine. Oh. And through the thermal engine, we can uh, uh, change the temperature of the water anywhere between 55 degrees and 110 degrees. So I'm sleeping essentially on a water bed, but it does not feel like a water bed. Nope. So is there some like filament or some tubing in the mattress? Yeah. So there is some tubing uh -huh. in the mattress. We call that an active grid. A grid. The, got yeah. It. And there is where there are the sensors and there are these tubes and the water runs. And uh -huh. substantially what the water does is it takes away your body heat. That uh -huh. is you now from a physical standpoint how, yes. how you get cold. Right, that's how temperature works. Yeah. You got a hot glass of water, yep. you pour some cold in there, it gets cooler. You yeah. got a cold glass of water, yeah. you pour some hot and it gets warmer. And each side of the bed, as you were saying, can have a completely different temperature. And what I was amazed at is when we go to bed, I'll turn this thing on, I turn the app, I put her on all the, you know, typically six, seven, eight hot, I put myself on six, seven, eight cold. Yeah. It takes less than five minutes to get there. How long does it take to get to temperature typically from a yeah. cold start? Yeah, from zero, like 15 minutes, you are at yeah. the maximum cold. Oh, at maximum oh, cold. Yeah, and, and the warm is usually faster. The warm's faster, and heating water is easy. Yep. But cooling water, isn't that hard? Yep. Yeah, no, it, it has been a, a, a pretty complicated process to develop it. Um, so we spent almost two years to develop the technology. Two years to develop yeah. it. Yep. Um, and is there some specific technology? Because it's using the same water. It's flowing it through. Is that some existing technology that exists to make water cold? I didn't know you could yeah. just... It's really this uh, thermal engine that is able to create a heat exchange. And so we have two different... Uh, parts inside the the hub which is mm. the one that sits on the side and there is where we we can change the temperature dynamically right because on one side there is the hardware technology but then mm. there is all the software technology we use a lot of ml and ai to keep adjusting temperature during the night ah all right so when we get back we now know how the hardware works and we know that it does sleep tracking what I want to get to is what have you learned? Because you now have thousands of these beds out there. Yep. You have a lot of data points, anonymized, of course. Yep. But you are starting to learn something about sleep, and you're starting to give people suggestions. I want to know what those suggestions are and how you make us sleep better when we get back on This Week in Startups. Do you want to turn your amazing idea into a website? This way you can do things like blog or publish content, sell products, maybe even sell services, promote your physical or online business, and announce events or special projects. Well, Squarespace is the answer. Turn your ideas into gorgeous, beautiful websites. And they have these amazing customizable templates and powerful e-commerce functionality. And that's a feature they added a couple of years ago, and it's super powerful. You can also buy domain names and choose from over 200 extensions, like I did for Founder.University. So you're going to get great analytics. You're going to get search engine optimization. You're going to get free and secure hosting and 24-7 award-winning customer support. 
and it's optimized for mobile. And here's my guy, Presh, my associate, and you see him browsing templates on Squarespace to create a site. He chooses a photography template and creates an active website within minutes. And here it is, superhumanwallpaper.com, a site to showcase superhumans inbox zero images. He just did that for fun, and you can see how quick and easy it is. Here's what I want you to do. Go to squarespace.com and get that free trial. They're so confident they give you the free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, your dreams, your vision, your company, your project, your event, use the offer code TWIST, T-W-I-S-T, and you'll save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace is amazing. Go in there and support squarespace.com and get that free trial going. It is an amazing product. I really love it. Okay, let's get back to this amazing episode. All right, my uh, guest today, Matteo Franceschetti. 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 I am trying to get every last name perfect. Franceschetti. And you are from just north of Venice. Yep. Italy. Yep. When did you come to the States? When did you come to America? In 2011. Why did you come to America? Um, I wanted to start a new business, so I sold the business in Europe, and I came to replicate the same one here. It was in solar, so in renewable energy. You were in renewable energy first. Yeah. yeah. What were you doing? Putting solar panels on people's roofs? Yeah, we were developing uh, large utility scale solar uh-huh. plants. And um, uh, these plants were able to generate um, electricity for public entities. Oh, amazing. Municipalities. Yeah. It is amazing. I, I was talking to a friend of mine who's an energy investor. Mm. He told me now solar has become so cheap to install. Yep. And the panels are 90% cheaper than probably when you started. Yep. This is true. Yep. That um, just doing the maintenance and the retrofitting of a coal plant, like fixing it, yep. was greater. The cost of doing this would be greater in many cases than just putting in solar. Is that true now? Have yeah. we crossed that? Yeah, it's, that? Uh, we crossed uh, uh, the grid parity. And so now oh. solar is cheaper than regular energy. Um, so che- solar is cheaper than regular energy. Which means because of capitalism and economics and free markets, we will solve coal burning and dirty fuel in what? The next 10, 20 years just by economics? Yeah, obviously it depends a lot of you know, the, the geographical position of this. But in mm-hmm. a lot of areas like in Italy where I had my first company in solar, southern Italy there is clearly a lot of sun, and so right. there is where the economics were working extremely Got well it. at the time. But at the time, there was a feed-in tariff from the government. Now it's not needed anymore because right. the price went down. So even Germany, which is not the sunniest place in nope. the world, is making this work. Yep. So do you worry about dirty fuels and fossil fuels and this kind of stuff be- now that solar yeah. is so cheap? I, I think there is a huge opportunity with renewable energy. Yeah. So uh, between wind and in particular solar, that is uh, is even more effective. Yeah. The, I think this challenge is still how to storage this energy because it's produced a certain time of the day. Yeah, but you have power uh, walls, right? Elon's yeah. power walls, they yeah. just work. E- Elon might solve it. He, I think he solved it already. Like these power yeah, walls I, are I the same. I think on larger scale, right? Oh, right. Instead than for just uh, y- units and houses, how can we store massive amount of energy produced by plants of 100, 200, 3,000 yeah, I mean, megawatts. He, he's doing this in Hawaii. He did it in Australia. Yep. It just works. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Yeah, that's happening. See, we should be optimistic. Everybody's freaked out about global warming and these issues. Yeah. But this problem is solved. It's just a matter of deploying the solution. We have the solution, don't we? Yeah. We need scale, and it needs to be distributed. This is where governments can actually do something right. They're cutting the subsidies right at the moment where subsidies would make this go really fast. We need to have somebody in government who says, not only are we not going to cut the subsidies, we're going to increase the subsidies so that people are acting against their own financial self-interest if they don't do this. Like, make it ridiculous. Don't you think? Yeah, I mean, that is how you work in Europe at the time. That's uh-huh. how I was able to start the first company because a lot of private equity funds were coming to Europe just because there were all these governments. Yeah, it started in Spain and then Italy and then Germany. Uh, then they stopped and so all the investors left, but Ugh. then the price dropped. And so now it's probably mm-hmm. a valuable business again. Yes, yeah, we have to put the incentives back and then we have to do tons of nuclear. So we have both. The nuclear is the backup to the renewables. 
that's the ultimate solution, right? Yeah. But yeah, in but, Europe, uh, they don't do nuclear anymore. No. They're shutting it down. Yeah. This is yeah. a mistake, right? I mean, I'm not an expert, so yeah. I, I, I don't have a formal opinion yet. Okay. What, what I can bet is solar yeah. works. And and is a clean. I'm not an expert either. It's not going to stop me from having a very strong opinion. Uh, <laughs> let's go back yeah. to uh, something you do have an opinion on, which is sleep. Yeah. What have you learned about people's sleep? Because we, with watches, whether it's the Apple Watch, the, the Fitbit, uh, the Eight Sleep Bed, we're starting to know people's sleep patterns and what makes people sleep deeper and get the healthy sleep they need. What have you learned about temperature as a vector to quality sleep? Yeah. Let me start from two obvious obvious things. People sleep hot. People fight with their partner around temperature. Yeah. And people don't want to wear a wearable while they're sleeping. Mm. Most of the people, right? I would rather not. Yeah. So they want to charge it. It's uncomfortable, in particular yeah. if you're a side sleeper. So that, that is where we perfectly fit immediately. Right. Um, so we have we 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 have a couple of different data. First, we have qualitative feedback from our mm-hmm. customers. Eighty-four percent of our customers are reporting better sleep with mm-hmm. the pod, which is pretty strong. Yeah, um, pretty strong. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, yeah. who are these sixteen people who didn't get better sleep? Yeah. They must have had perfect sleep to begin with. Yeah, they probably didn't have an issue. Yeah, or you know, may, may, they might be skeptical or whatever. Yeah. Right? When you start seeing an eighty-four percent, it's really indicative. These are like yoga instructors yeah. and meditation yogis. They have yeah. no stress in their life. They're yeah. already sleeping like babies. They don't need it like founders. But then um, we also have hard data, right? Mm-hmm. And so we are seeing major impact in toss and turns, like a twenty-five ah. percent drop in We're, tossing and turning. Yep. So does that mean people were tossing and turning Less. because the temperature was uncomfortable? It's our hypothesis. Yeah, um, mine too. Because when yeah. it's hot, I would try to find a cold part of the bed exactly. or a cold pillow and try to adjust. Yeah. You've done that move. Yeah. So 25% drop is significant. very significant. Um, we are seeing a, a, an increase in deep sleep by mm. 17%, up to Whoa. 17%. And this is supported also by clinical studies. Um, there is a book, Why, Why We Sleep, from yes. Matthew Walker. And uh, in the book, there is a paragraph about thermoregulation. And Matthew says uh, that there is evidence that cooling can increase your deep sleep up to 20%. Wow. So our data seems supporting that. Um, we see people falling asleep faster, 10 15%. Um, and we also see less wake-up in the middle of the night. So less people live in the bed, waking up and leaving the bed and then coming back. Right. Probably because they are at the right temperature, they are comfortable and they stay in bed the whole night. And it's waterproof. So if you need to go to the bathroom, just go right in the bed. No, you (laughs) don't have that technology (laughs) yet. Not yet. Not yet. (laughs) Maybe in the future. But there is a feature where you can set it to change the temperature through the night. Now, I haven't perfected this yet. But it says that you can make it colder in the morning when I want to wake up. If I pick the wake-up time of 8 o'clock, you'll start making it cooler at, what, like 7? And then my heart rate goes up because it's cold, and that wakes me up naturally? Yeah. Is this proven by science? Is this just a technique? Yeah. And do you still believe that's the case after deploying the product? Yeah. So two things that are really important. So the first one is the thermal alarm. Um, so this morning I woke up at 4 a.m. I was flying here from, mm-hmm. from New York and mm-hmm. I used thermal alarm. So thermal uh, alarm. Got yeah. It, yeah. So is we cool you while you're in bed and we wake you up through cooling before the sound goes off. Wow. And the reason is simple. By cooling you, we accelerate your heart rate. Yeah. And by accelerating your heart rate, you get out of deep sleep and REM and you start waking up. Ah. And so a couple of minutes before the alarm goes off, you're up. And you're ready to go. Mm. So that is how I woke up at 4 a.m. So yeah, it really works. Doing it. Yeah. Now, what about just generally having the temperature adjust to me through machine learning and artificial intelligence? If you have so much data on me and other people, you know my age, uh, you know my gender, I want to know, are you going to be able to and when dynamically change my temperature if I give you permission in order to make me sleep better when we get back on This Week in Startups.
Hey, everybody. I'm here with my friend Jason Maynard, who works at NetSuite. Tell everybody, what do you do, Jason? You know, I do I do many things here at NetSuite, but I run the field operations for the business unit. Fundamentals matter. They right? do. I mean, I think it's part of the promise of what you're doing at NetSuite is to make sure people have strong fundamentals. So the business itself, which is going to be complex, which is going to have ups and downs, but you're going to face competition. You're going to face losing employees to other companies. You're going to face accounting or cash flow issues at some point. You want to have all that stuff tight. Everybody says this is like the most chaotic time in business, and I can't remember any period in business that wasn't chaotic. It's always chaotic. It's always change. Yeah. So the the key is, how do you become resilient as an organization that you can withstand change? And, and I think that's one of those lessons you learn. If you've been around for a little while, 20 plus years, we've been through nothing but change. Part of it is you got to be a grinder. You got to embrace the mundane. You know, whether you're a basketball team or a football team or a software company, you got to embrace that everyday practice grind. And it's not always super sexy. All right. Right now, NetSuite is offering you valuable insights with a free guide, the seven key strategies to grow your profits. So go to NetSuite.com slash twist, NetSuite.com slash twist, and get that free guide, seven key strategies to grow your profits. We appreciate the work you're doing in the startup community. It's great stuff. Thanks. All right. We'll be back with more. Okay, Mateo is with us from 8sleep. He's the CEO and co-founder. Full disclosure, they were an advertiser, and then I begged them if they would let me invest a little bit. They got a little room on the cap table. Yum, yum. I'm excited. That worked out for you. you uh, buy a couple of ads. Thank you so much. And then I ship back 20 times that amount. And that, that ad cost me a lot of money, yeah. but I like it. You know, I think this D2C thing is going to be big, right? Yep. You're learning so much. Yep. And meanwhile, these mattress companies, they're dumb. They're dumb mattresses. They're learning nothing. And these dumb mattress companies ship it to a dumb retailer. And the dumb retailer tries to sell it to you. And you don't know even what you're getting or why you're buying it. And they have no data and no science. You have all this data. So we went to the commercial break. What I wanted to know was, are you going to just take all my sleep data, dump it into an algorithm, and then have it change my temperature based upon what you learned about me from the last hundred or a thousand nights of sleeping in it? Yes. When Um, does that start? So um, it's already in beta. So I'm already sleeping on it. Um, It's a software release uh, that we are going to release hopefully by the end of the year. Wow. Um, So we have been testing it for for months now. Uh, And so um, temperature will automatically change as you fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason is for you to fall asleep, your core body temperature needs to drop. Mm-hmm. And when you are in deep sleep, a colder temperature will facilitate a, a longer mm-hmm. and prolonged uh, period of time mm-hmm. in deep sleep. So that is what we are doing. Because what happens, your body temperature already changes during the night. This is part of your body. It's, huh. It goes with the circadian rhythm. And mm-hmm. it does a U-curve. Yeah. What happens right now if you sleep on a dumb bed is that the bed is becoming warmer and warmer because it absorbs your body heat. Yeah. So temperature keeps going up. It's got a giant lump of coal in the bed known as you. Exactly. The temperature in the bedroom stays flat, whatever you have said, 68, 70, but your body temperature keeps changing. Mm. So what our product does is is able to listen to your biometrics and automatically adjust the temperature based on mm. what are you your needs. That is how we maximize and enhance your sleep quality. All right. You look at yourself as a mattress company or a sleep company. Which is it? Yeah. We're the first sleep fitness company, right? What does that mean? We will provide everything you need to improve your sleep quality. Mm. What if in 10 years from now, you could sleep only six hours and get more rest than when you were sleeping eight hours? That's what we are going to achieve. Really? Yeah. That is an incredible vision. Yeah. And it's only possible through data. So like Tesla, they put the self-driving and the cameras in all these cars. And then they had like this like level one, self-driving level two. They now have billions of miles and more miles of data than anybody. Yeah. You're going to have all this sleep data. But now I know this sounds crazy, but sound and light are a big part of this as well. Yep. So if I buy the pod... Can I expect in the future that maybe it will have speakers built in and maybe even on the side table a lamp that you make or something that, you know, they make these lamps now that, you know, uh, do light. And I tell it, I want to wake up at a certain time. I want to go to bed. You play me ocean sounds. You test different sounds 
to gently get me to sleep, and then you test different sounds and lighting to wake me up. Yeah. Have you thought about those two features, sound yeah. and light, and how? what role do they play? Yeah. So part of this enhancement, so 20% enhancement, 25% enhancement, will come from controlling the environment. Okay. So in five years from now, we will control every piece of the environment. It will go oh. down to oxygen, humidity, light, noise. That oh. is where we are going as a company. We, we are not a mattress company. We are a sleep enhancement company, and we call it Sleep Fitness. Oh, my God. This is such a great investment. I'm so glad I did it. So that little box on the side of my bed could get a little bigger and maybe know the humidity in the room. 100%. Does it have that in it yet or no? We already have sensors. We don't <gasps> show it outside yet. Oh. Yeah. So you'll know the humidity. If it's too dry, I might wake up because my sinuses are too yeah. dry. Is that what happens when my throat gets dry and then you would make it more yeah. moist? Think also just in terms of skin, right? Ah. How can we help you with longevity? How can we help your skin, right? Because even if we compress from eight hours to six hours, mm. it's still a lot of time. So right. what can we do for your body to mm. extend your longevity right. and keep you young for as long as possible? Amazing. So oxygen in the room too, you could monitor oxygen levels. Yeah. Does oxygen... Uh, correlate with sleep? Yeah, think about altitude tents. You know a lot yes. of athletes, they sleep in altitude tents. Right. Who is going to take that to a mass consumer? <gasps> the first sleep fitness company. Wow, company. that'd be amazing. So you could have a tent go above the bed. So yeah, right will, now, what does the pod cost? Like two or three grand? Yeah, 2300 2500 2500 And so compared to buying a mattress, you might spend on a dumb mattress 500 to 1500 yeah, the cheap ones are around a thousand. The expensive are at five to ten k. So we are really in the middle. So we are a mid tier. Are you selling them at a loss now or break even just to get all the data, and then you'll make money later? Is that the idea, or do you have a profit in there? Um, we try to just cover all our cost of Got acquisition, it. right? Yeah. So to go break even, and mm. uh, then uh, build a relationship with the customer over time. Yeah, it'd be very interesting if you could connect to smart bulbs. So if I put smart yep. bulbs yep. in my room, yep. in my light, yep. and you were connected to them, you could authenticate them and then do it through smart lights. Yeah, and use it to wake you up together with the cooling mm. and maybe other features we are building. So oxygen, humidity, temperature, um, light is a big one. Every time uh, I've moved into a new house or uh, over the last decade, I get out my gaffer's tape. I got a roll of the gaffer's tape you use like on a movie set and I rip tiny little pieces and I put them over every LED. Mm -hmm. The number of LED light sources in your room, this is a great tip for everybody, is ridiculous. And then I go to a hotel room. I don't know if you've had this happen. You close those curtains and then you pinch them shut. You try to make it perfect. And then there's like 18 different things lit up in the room. Yep. Those little LEDs, those yeah. are screwing with our sleep, aren't they? Yeah. They're too goddamn yeah. bright. Yeah. Light and sound are two big things, right? Uh. Um, that is another thing uh, probably data will, 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 will tell us more. But uh, let's say there are spikes in noise in the middle of the night. Let's mm. say there is the garbage truck at 5 a.m. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're from New York. You know about uh, that garbage truck. Yeah, yeah. and that you now wakes you up. Maybe you don't even notice it, but that might interrupt your deep sleep or your REM. So right. there are all these environmental factors that needs to be optimized to gain 20% efficiency. Mm. What, what do you use against that noise? How do you solve for that? I mean, you can't yeah. seal a person's room. Yeah. Do you so, put background noise? Yeah. So right now I use uh, double windows that, that are yeah. thicker, but part of our roadmap is to solve that problem yeah. too soon. Sound, sound machines work. They cover the noise. Mm. They don't eliminate the noise. Uh, and so our end goal is to be soundproof. I like the, um, I like the, these new eye masks. We have some foam ones that are incredible. They're like mm -hmm. little eggshells. Like, and they, so they are, you almost look like a superhero wearing yeah. them because they're curved like a half of a big eggshell over your eyes. Yep. So when you blink your eyelids, they don't touch anything because the yep. sleep mask yep. was touching my eyelids yeah, yeah. and I, I hated it. Yep. Now they have ones that have the space in it. You get them on Amazon for yep. 20 bucks. They're like yep. gel. I think you know what you're talking about. Yeah, they're pretty amazing. Do you yeah. use one of those? Yeah. I, I bring it when I travel now. It's yeah. been a life changer for me. Yeah. Uh, they, I like the rounded one. And yeah. Sometimes uh, the mask, they always bother you around the, the, the ears, ears, right? Yeah, so you got to so, adjust. Yeah, so, so, what so we you have should just throw that in. That should yeah. be part of your eight sleep package. Yeah. Like, just throw them in. Yeah. 
Um, all right, when we get back from this quick message, I want you to give us a crash course in marketing a DTC brand. What are the best practices in getting people to trust you uh, and to acquire customers for a brand that doesn't have a huge budget and doesn't have retail space when we get back on This Week in Startups? You thinking about going to the gym today? You thinking about finding parking? You thinking about waiting for a weight machine? You thinking about the crowds? You thinking about the cost? You thinking about the drive time? And then you think, you know what? I'm going to Netflix and chill. Screw it. I'll skip the gym. I'll go tomorrow. That's what happened to me for a long time. Then I got the tonal system. I mounted it on the wall. Beautiful screen. And I got to do over 200 exercises. And I'm bringing the cannons back. It has been amazing for me. Life-changing product. You can, in 20, 30 minutes, get the workout that would have taken an hour and a half, plus an hour of travel time, plus paying for parking, all this nonsense. And the reason it's so efficient is because... It sets the weights automatically for you. It learns about your body. I've been using this thing and it saved me so much time. The workouts are great. It's all these great video instructors and it's super affordable. It's so much cheaper than the other solutions. I bought another solution. I don't want to mention the name, but another kind of like pulley system with chains and all this other nonsense. I haven't touched it. It's getting dust. I'm going to donate it to like the local fire department or something because the tonal is so much better. So find out why Men's Health called the Tonal the smartest home gym you've ever seen. And you can try it risk-free for 30 days. Whenever you see that risk-free on one of these big ticket items that you have to install, you know something is up. It means they're super confident you're going to love it. So visit T-O-N-A-L.com, Tonal, T-O-N-A-L.com to learn more. And I want you to use the promo code TWIST and they'll give you 100 bucks off of all those uh, smart accessories. That's Tonal, T-O-N-A-L.com. Use the promo code TWIST. The AI coach, the sleek world-class design, all of it is beautiful, and I'm in love with it. I had the founder on the podcast back in 2018, and I've been so impressed with this product. Uh, I bought one, and I love it. Okay, let's get back to this amazing episode. All right, 8sleep, changing how you sleep. Go to 8sleep.com. I think you can go to 8sleep.com slash twist, and you may get some kind of a discount from me, your boy, J-Cal. Um, thanks for letting me invest, Mateo. I really appreciate that. I know you were oversubscribed for this round. You found a little room for me, you know, yeah. a little slice. Um, our influencers uh, like me and other folks, I know you have Matthew Della Vadova. Um, you have Mitchell Robinson from the New York Knicks, who's going to be an all-star, I yep. think, next year. Yep. This year is coming close, but I think next year, now that he's a starter. Um, what is your go-to market strategy, and what have you learned about D2C marketing, customer acquisition over the over the first couple of years of this company? Yeah. So we are positioned very differently from any other sleep company uh, because we, we think of us as a sleep fitness company. You can think of us like an athletic company uh-huh. for sleep. And the reason is we think of sleep as a mean to have peak energy in the morning to achieve whatever you want to achieve. Got it. And so we are targeting ambassadors like athletes and trainers. Mm. So our audience are people that go to batteries, Rumble, Soul Cycle, Peloton, are people that are already taking care of their fitness and nutrition. There is just no company taking care of their sleep from a performance athletic perspective. Um, so we are seeing a lot of traction with athletes in particular for recovery, the cooling, they feel hot, they generate ah. a lot of hot during the day. Some of them, they are also big and very athletic. And, um, so our product is the perfect answer to their needs. Got it. And so you get some of these NBA players. How do you land these NBA players? Do they invest? Do you pay them a fee? Do you just give them a free product? How, how does one, if I was starting a D2C company, even approach them? Yeah. So, so far is uh, through introduction to investors. Yeah. Uh, you are one of those. Um, and we just let them try the product. And some of them, they love it, most of them, and they invest directly. So they, mm-hmm. they offer to invest. Um, some others, they want the product. We don't even, we didn't have space for them to invest. And so they just use the, the product and they post on their social media mm. about us. So if you go on our Instagram, you will see how many athletes and trainers are really using. Uh, the pod. Have you gotten any of those sports teams to like say um, you should all do it like the entire team yeah. and, a, and just buy it for the team or yeah. if you put think, it into yeah. hotel rooms where the teams are staying yeah. ahead of time? It's all happening. I mean, we, we started shipping the pod in June and the traction has been insane so far. And so right now is when all these teams are reaching out to us uh. um, to use the product. Mm. 
we ha- we achieve all this in three four months. Wow! Just after it came out in June. Yeah. Incredible. Word of mouth. Uh, we are having a lot of traction on um, major social media, including Twitter, Instagram, yeah, and and Facebook. Um, yeah, I can't shut up about it. I tell everybody. Yeah. It really feels to me like the Tesla of beds or the Pelotons of like sleeping. Yeah. And it's interesting you mentioned that I have the Peloton, the Tonal, and the Eight Sleep. So I'm taking care of my sleep, my muscles, and my cardio. I'm just not taking care of the food. I just eat everything. I'm like an Italian. I just love food. Yeah. I ate too much. Yeah. But I got to slow down. But sleep is important for weight loss too. If you're not sleeping yeah. well, you gain weight. Yeah. You start craving food. Oh. Um, you start craving you know, uh, carbs oh. and uh, other unhealthy food. So oh. that is the first step if you want to have a healthy and balanced life. Um, yeah. Just so you know, if you want to try the eight sleep for free, uh, try it for 100 days. You go to eightsleep.com slash twist. So you... Send it to people for 100 days, free. If they return it, no big deal. How often do people return it, and how do you deal with that? Um, very little. Yeah. Uh, so I would say we are half of the industry standards, right. which is incredible. So low single digits, very yeah. low. Yeah. Like mid, one, two mid, percent. Uh, mid, uh, mid single digits. Mid single digits, yeah. great. And so people return it, and the number one reason they return it is usually, they didn't take the time to learn it properly? or No, actually, it's funny. It's, it's usually about comfort. And uh, the reason is some people find it too soft, some people find it too yes. too, too firm. So do you yeah. have to make multiple versions now? Right now hard? we do only one, uh, but you will never make everyone happy because right. there are different what, preferences. What would you describe it as now? Because it feel, felt like mid-firm to me. Yeah, is is a, right? yeah it's a medium firm. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah. Right. What is the proper for best sleep? Should it be medium firm? Did you just pick what's the best? Yeah. All right. So people are returning it, even though being too soft is terrible for your sleep, right? Because exactly. it makes you toss it's, and turn. Yeah. And it creates a curve in your back while oh. you're asleep. Which is terrible oh. for your spine. Exactly. Also, it's probably if you if you have that curve and you make that indentation, I would think, you can tell me if I'm right, wouldn't that make it even hotter? Like you'd be like in this like little yeah you might sink you might sink uh, and, and so it becomes I hate a soft like, one yeah exactly and I mean we tested probably two hundred three hundred different types of firmnesses mm. and this is the one we picked yeah. on purpose because it's the one people like the most and it's also the best for their back but their maybe company. in the future you'll make one that's a little softer if people demand it or it's not worth it because um, they're not going to sleep as well screw it if it's only five percent our data is showing that. With what we have, we yeah. can improve sleep. So we would like to stick with that. Yeah. We will perfect it. But I think one yeah. firmness. Listen, uh, some people didn't like to, to wear seatbelts when they first came out. They wanted to wear lap belts, but not the shoulder belt. True. So you'd have people who would put the lap belt on and then take the shoulder belt off and put their arm around it and like try to drive with it like that. And it's like, it wasn't in their best interest. Yeah. So you can't give people a choice that's against their yeah. best interest. Uh, is Instagram too crowded now? Is it too expensive? on the Instagram and the Facebook to, yeah. to acquire customers, or is it still a good marketing channel? It's, it changes month over month, which is interesting. For us, there are channels that are working great, like TV, podcast is yeah. doing great, radio is doing great. Yeah. So it's, it's very interesting how we are diversifying our media mix and uh-huh. we are finding efficiencies. Yeah, podcasts seem to be very special if the, if the person who reads the ad believes in the product. Yeah. But you can't get all podcasters to try the product ahead of time, right? Yeah. See, that's the big secret to our podcast is we turn down advertisers. Mm-hmm. Like the e-cigarette companies like 10 years ago wanted to like buy out all the ads. We had some of those like we had a backup service that people didn't like because it was too slow. We we had um, like a LifeLock kind of company and mm. people complained about it. And I don't want to make any judgments on any of those people, but it was too um, if it's out of um, the philosophical approach of the f- of the host, it doesn't work. Yeah, because it's important that connection between the the the, the trust between the host and the audience, right? Yeah. That's why they then they might try yeah. the product. Then in our case, they have the hundred nights where they can try it. If they don't like it, um, they send can it send it back. Yeah, see, um, that's amazing. Like, I. I only accept people as advertisers or sponsors on this podcast because we sell out. We sold out four times last year. We only accept the people who have the best products and services, yeah. and we turn down everybody else. Yeah. And 
I know some people get upset about it. Like I just turned down a, a hundred or two hundred thousand dollar offer, and it was somebody who had a product that I just felt I, I didn't want to read the ad. I just didn't want to read it. Yeah, it felt to me like if I read it, I would be like not believing in it, and I don't want to send the audience to something I don't personally believe in. And that's the great thing about this product, also the Peloton and also the the Tonal, all those products, LinkedIn. It's like they're so good. Yeah. Um, and if you really like them, I think your audience would would feel it from you. Yeah. Because that's what the other thing we see in the data from the different podcasts. Not all the podcasts work, right? Mm. So the audience needs to be a fit, and the host needs to to be a yeah, true, learn a, over time. a real believer. Yeah, they, when I did the ad, they cut half of it because I talked for four minutes about it because I went through every feature. I was like, listen, I'm going to just talk about every feature because the app, you just updated the app last week, right? Yep. Uh, what were the changes? Because it looked like a lot of, you changed how the dial worked for the temperature. Yep. Instead of making it one to 10 cold, one to 10 hot, you made it like one wheel or something. How did you change that? Yeah, I know. We, we added some information about hot, extremely hot. Because oh, right. uh, sometimes people were not understanding, okay, by minus five, how cold is it? Yes. And it was taking them a couple of nights to find the right temperature. So now we have adjusted that. Um, and then in a couple of weeks, you will see another major improvement with new ML and AI to adjust temperature. Oh, so I might see that dial and it says, this is very hot. This is hot. Yeah. This is warm. But it says... This is warm, which is where you sleep best. Exactly. Or is this where is we are too going. hot for you, Jason. Exactly. You know what you're, do you do the marketing in-house or do you have an agency? No, we do everything in-house. Yeah, why? Um, we, we, we found the people and they were great. And yeah. so we were able to bring them on board. I think it's worked. smart. I mean, some of the agencies are great, but also yep. having people on board. This is what your person, your marketing person told me because they were happy with the ad. They said our official instructions for Jason are uh, let Jason freestyle. We like how crazy he goes. This is, I don't know if you said that. I or did. You, that's so. your marketing person. You need to give him a raise because that's the perfect instruction for a guy like me okay. to do it. Yeah. Um, have you thought about doing pop ups and like letting people come in? Because it seems now like retail is terrible, it's like too expensive. But some people like to do these micro retail locations or yep. pop ups. Because I would think with a bed, people want to try it first, but you found the opposite because of the 100-day return. Yep. But yeah, so we are doing two pop-ups. One is in New York. Oh, you're doing um, it? In Lafayette. Yeah. Uh, we opened a couple of months ago. That's in Soho. In Soho. Yeah, um, Lafayette and uh, Bond inside a, a oh, place nice. called Showfields. Uh, we have a full window so you can see the product from outside. Oh, what's it called? Showfields? Yep. Oh, is that direct? Is that for direct to see, direct to consumer brands to put their stuff in? So you're in there yep. with like ten other people. Exactly. Who else is in there with you? Uh, I think there is Quip. Oh, Quip. Is, I love Quip. Yeah, there is. I don't think they're a sponsor, but my wife became obsessed with Quip. Oh, yep. And she bought it, and we have the Braun, like the really expensive, and the Ultrasonic. What's nice about the Quip yeah. is it's so small. I use it when I travel. For travel, because bringing your yeah. that's the sell. Yeah. Have an electric toothbrush when you travel. Exactly. It's like the size of a pen. Yep. And then they're so affordable. I don't want to say yep. cheap, but they're so yep. affordable. You could kind of buy two. I think they're 60 bucks or 50 yeah. bucks. They're not yeah, expensive. Yeah. So I'm going to buy an extra one so I just keep it in my travel case. I do the same. And then keep one of my things so I don't forget yeah. it. it. That is, is their hack. They should target people for uh, travel. For what they should do is give it for – they should have it in hotels. And when you're a VIP in a hotel, like when you have a suite, you know, like how we roll yeah. – um, <laughs> No. no, not me, but... Maybe when you get to Series C. Series yeah. C, you can... But anyway, no, like in a high-end hotel yep. or even a fashionable hotel, yep. they should just give you one in your hotel. Yeah, and then now, you keep using it. Then you keep using it and yep. you subscribe. Yep. It's such a good product. Who else is in there? Uh, there is Row, I think is... is oh, is a, a rowing machine? Yep, the rowing oh, machine like the... the I don't pump. know about that. Yeah. There's a rowing machine, a smart rowing machine? Yep. Have you used they it? They have, um, no, but they have the same investors of, I think, Tonal. Oh, or really? some of the same investors uh, of, of Tonal. All this stuff is going to be, all this weightlifting stuff, all the gyms are going to be smart. Yep. And I think what these products are doing, do you have a Peloton, by the way? Yep. Which one, the bike or the tread? I have both. Ooh, so you study them. Uh, yeah. At home or at the office? I have a Tomei at the office. Really? For yeah. your employees? At the office, we have a recovery area. Uh, ah. Together with the bed, where there are my machines for training oh, and the bed. Fantastic. On the tre I, I use that treadmill. I love it. 
It is the greatest treadmill ever. And you know how you can have like multiple accounts on it? Yep. The tonal, you can have multiple accounts. You don't need that for a bet, obviously. But I think the end game is Peloton and Tonal and some of these people are going to open their own gyms. Yep. And they're going to open their own gyms. And if you have a subscription to the one at home, you're going to be able to go to those gyms for free. Or and use them there. And yeah. use them there. And then you log in and all your data is in there. And the stupid life fitness that I used to have, they would never upgrade the software. They had no idea who I was. I had no relationship with them. With the Peloton, they're giving me recommendations. They yep. know all my data. They're going to, Peloton is going to be, I think, a $100 billion company. Yep. I mean, is that the best D2C product in your mind? What are the top three D2Cs? Give me the top three in your mind. Away. Away is amazing. Right? They nail it. Right price, right quality, easy to use. It. You can't break it. You can't break it. And now they have multiple no models and sizes so yeah. you want the one in aluminium because you want to be premium or yeah. you want the, the entry level so they have all the different yes. options yeah um, i love away then i love eight sleep, eight uh, sleep. of course uh, Wait, <laughs> number one so um, we're doing two three and four peloton peloton and away are in your top four okay who else yeah and who else let's see quip i mean i keep quip using it there, right yeah. now it has been uh, almost two years yeah, Clip's um, not there for me yet. I didn't try tonal and mirror yet, uh, but I don't I have want. a mirror. But yeah. I don't like the instructors like telling you to jump on the floor and do stuff. I want to lift weights, or I want to run. Yeah, I don't want to do burpees and push-ups. I don't like it. Yeah, not for me. Yeah, give me something heavy to lift, or let me get on that treadmill and watch some episodes of The Walking Dead or something. I've been watching TV. Uh, for me, obviously, Ace Sleep Number One. Yep, I love my Peloton. I love my Tommy John. Those Tommy John underwear and the Tommy John shirts. I didn't try them. Oh, my Lord. You wear boxers or briefs? You're a boxer uh, guy? You're a boxer guy. I know that. But your boxers, they can bunch up, can't they? Yep. You ever, been on a, you ever take a long flight in boxers? Yeah. Not very pleasant, is it? Yeah. You might go commando. You might just take the boxers off mid-flight. Yep. You have to call an audible, right? Yep. Now, you would never wear briefs. Because you look ridiculous. Briefs look ridiculous, right? Yeah. Yep. You want to be walking around in a bikini brief? It doesn't feel manly to me. No. Yeah, and I don't want to be like, don't get all woke on me and upset that <laughs> I said manly. But I just don't like the feel of briefs. Yeah. You're Italian. Do you wear briefs to the beach? Uh, no. No. Uh, you like a nice yeah. down to the knee. Yeah. yeah me too. Yeah. yeah. No banana hammock. No. Now, what if I could tell you, you could wear your, you could have the comfort of a brief in a boxer. So it goes down to your knee and it's made out of the most um, refined, lightweight uh, material, like a microfiber that keeps everything where it's supposed to be, but without bunching up. That's why Tommy John has the best underwear. There's only one thing people complain about is that the fabric is so fine for the okay. micro, uh, like it's like a microfabric. That if you like don't clip your toenails or something and you rub your toenails against it when you're putting them on, I think you could rip it. Or it can get if it gets really old, like after two years, it could mm. could get frayed, I think, because it's such a fine, but that's just the nature of the material. So for me, I think it's tonal, Peloton, and Tommy John. And I, I'm warming up to the clip. It's it, the quip is right there for me. Yep. But I didn't go through the experience for quip. Um but yeah, I mean, and no in, way, and away is up there too. Yeah, I got to think about that because I actually, if I, here's the thing, I had a love affair with a company called Briggs and Riley. Okay, Briggs and Riley has, um, they were kind of like a D to C brand except they had stores, um, and they are hundred or two hundred dollars more than any other rollers. But if anything breaks in it, you can send it back to them for the life of it, mm. and they will fix it for free. And I literally have five of these we bought 10 years ago. And I think two of them have broken. One time the handle and one time the thing that is inside the struts or whatever that makes it you know, expandable. Extend, expandable. Both times they fixed it for free and shipped it back. It was incredible. That being said, I like my away bag better. The problem is my wife keeps taking the away bag. You married? Yeah, I do. You're married. She so, has a way. I have one away. I need to get like three or four more because what happens is 
she knows I'm going to take the away bag for my roller. And what does she do? She grabs it. She packs it. Now, I have to be a jerk and unpack her bag and say, that's my away bag. You can't say to your wife, it's my away bag. It's our away bag. So I got to get a second one. Yeah. And you, I ha- you need to be the first mover there. Or first mover advantage. Right. <laughs> but then if it's first mover advantage, she says she wants it. Because you know what's also good about the away? The wheels. I love they the wheels. They don't talk about the wheels in the marketing. Yeah. This is a message to Jennifer and the team in a way. I think it's Jennifer. Um, yeah. You have to talk about the wheels are so yeah, good. Right. Yeah. I agree. That you, do you, have you used the one where you walk like yeah, an idiot? Yeah, you can move it like that. Yeah, and you move it like this. Yeah. Like you can when just I don't have finger. an away, I cannot do it, and yes. I miss the away of yeah. my wife. Yeah, so when you have the away, you can just like hold it like this. You look ridiculous, but it's so comfortable. When you actually have to bend it and then drag it behind you like a caveman, your shoulder hurts. You yeah. throw out your shoulder yeah. over like time. But when you have it next to you and you walk like yeah. a weirdo. Even because I put the backpack over you it. You put the and, backpack. And, you still look weird, though. Yeah. It's yeah. like the briefs. I'm not yeah. going to wear the briefs and walk like that. Yeah. I'll wear boxer briefs and walk like that, maybe. Yep. All right. Listen, this has been amazing. Well, one thing about oh, yeah. the pop-up stores. We are opening oh, yeah. here in San Francisco. What? In uh, the beta store. Uh, oh, the beta store is on market? Is that part of Circuit City or something? In, or is it its own thing? Yeah, it's Valley, right? Ah. Um, and so we have a, a full area with, inside there where yeah. we are recreating a bedroom. And there will be ah. the pod. Amazing. So everybody will check that out. And really, congratulations on the round. It was led by Founders Fund. Yep. My friend David Sachs was involved from Craft Ventures. Congratulations on that. He's really an amazing investor. And launch went in there. We snuck in. Absolutely. We snuck in. And a couple of members of the syndicate.com got in there. It was the first deal we ever did where we made it a private deal. Okay. So usually when we syndicate a deal, we send the email to 3,000 people on the syndicate.com. In this case, we had a very small allocation. We knew it was going to go quick. I just emailed like the top 100 most active members of the syndicate.com. And I said, we have a secret deal. Got to do it quietly. If you're interested, hit reply. People hit reply. Talk to Ashley. We explained to him was everybody wanted to do the deal. Um, and it was really just great that we were able to um, get involved from our fund and from uh, the syndicate. And Stanford University's venture fund is involved. I didn't even know they had a venture fund. Yeah, uh, we were part of StarTex. Oh, you yeah. were part of Stardex? Yeah. Oh, you a Stanford guy? No. No. We were one of few exceptions. None of us is a Stanford guy, but there was a rule where they could, in few limited uh, ah. cases, accept a non-Stanford And Stardex, for people who don't know, is the accelerator associated with Stanford that invests money of Stanford's endowment in the companies. True. But the Stardex is run as like a nonprofit or something? like. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. Yep. So you go to the program for free... Yeah, it's and they like may a, or may not invest. Yeah, it's like another incubator. Uh, right, but they don't invest money when you join. They just accept you or they do invest? Uh, no, but then they follow up and they can invest 10% uh, of... Um, the next round. The next round. So they have a little option. Smart. Yep. So smart. Yep. So all those smart people, yep. yeah, who were who are coming out of Stanford who want to start companies, Stanford gets some upside. Well, we're announcing the round today. We're announcing my involvement. We're announcing it's an incredible product. And just everybody should go do it. Go to uh, 8sleep.com slash twist and just try it for 100 days. If you send it back, no problem. But you're not going to send it back because it's going to be game changing. Uh, when will you release like uh, the next version of this? Or is it going to just be like iteration on the same one? Is it like you have a two-year product cycle or something? How do you think about that? Um, we, we think we can move faster than that. Uh, maybe um, every year or two, like an iPhone cycle. Yeah. So 18 th- months. think of the pod like, like an iPhone. But think of us at the speed of a startup. So we move faster than Apple. Oh, great. Awesome. Well, listen, we have it in one bed in the house. Our plan is when you come out with the next one, we'll take it from the master bedroom, put it in the guest bedroom, and then we'll have it in the master. How do you deal with that? If you have guests and you put it in a guest bedroom, is there a guest app or something? Yeah. Or if you did a deal with hotels, have you thought about doing a deal with hotels and yeah. putting it? That's yeah, yeah. a massive We're, unlock. Yeah, there are hotels reaching out. They're really interested in particular for you know, business travelers. Uh, yes. And so we are exploring potential. So we just tell them, download the app. And then you say, you'd say, download the app, type in your room number. And then uh, you have to be on the Wi-Fi of that hotel in order for it to work. And then if you leave the Wi-Fi of the hotel, it doesn't work. But you got to put in your uh, room number and then some password. Going back to your example of the gyms, think about the future when you will go to this uh, hotel chain 
and yeah. you will already have the eight up and ah, the bed will already recognize be you through bluetooth you just tap your phone against it's so brilliant Mateo. same temperature same temperature in the bedroom same temperature oh in the bed oh my god that, uh, you do and i'm an investor in this company this is gonna be so great oh my lord the peloton of sleep you heard it here folks you missed the investment i got in i weaseled my way into the deal that's what you got to do here in silicon valley you got to weasel your way into these deals any way possible no conflict, no interest. Thank you, Matteo, for sponsoring uh, the podcast. I appreciate that on behalf of the people uh, who listen. And thanks for making a great product. And thanks for including me in the round. And um, yeah, everybody go uh, to 8sleep.com slash twist. We'll see you all next time. Bye-bye.